When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. On the Central Bank Tiger Network, from Learfield, this is Tiger Talk, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors, right stuff, low price, every day, and by Bud Light, proud friend of Mizzou basketball, famous among friends. for the win. Live from Buffalo Wild Wings, this is Tiger Talk. Now live, here is your host, the voice of the Tigers, Mike Kelly. Welcome to Tiger Talk on Columbia's Southwest Side. I'm Mike Kelly. This is the Tiger Network from Learfield. Conzo Martin is alongside. We'll be with you until just before 8 o'clock. Coming up at the bottom of the hour at about 725, we're going to talk about the SEC Tournament with Chris Roseman, who's the vice president with the St. Louis Sports Commission, very much involved in not only the planning and the development of uh, what's going to take place in St. Louis in just a few weeks, but also he can give us some insight on tickets remaining and also uh, fan experiences and things like that. So that comes your way at about 725. Missouri back in action coming up tomorrow evening. Tigers hosting a really good team from Texas A&M. The Aggies come in having won their last four games, a team that beat Missouri earlier in the season. 60 to 49 back on January 20th. Academy Sports and Outdoors has locations in Kansas City, St. Louis, Springfield, Joplin, and Cape Girardeau, now open here in Columbia, 2651 Trimble Road, Academy Sports and Outdoors, for all, for less. Also brought to you by Shelter Insurance. You can call a local shelter agent to set up a free personal protection review. Ask about how Shelter's auto policy includes roadside assistance. Find an agent near you, shelterinsurance.com, where your shield, where your shelter. With that, let's Bring it to the conversation. The head coach of the Tigers, his team has won their last four games for the first time in program history in the SEC. Missouri has won its last four to go to 17 and 8 and 7 and 5, right now sitting in fourth place in the SEC standings. Conzo Martin, how are you tonight? Not bad, Mike. How you doing? Well, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Your team is uh, playing well, coming off of two wins this past week. Uh, Saturday's game against Mississippi State had every emotion that a fan could want. There was excitement. There was fear. There was a little trepidation at one point in time, a little sadness at one point in time, and it all ended with a lot of smiles on your faces. It was. It was a good win for us. Uh, we, we somehow let the lead slip. I give those guys a lot of credit for putting pressure on us. We, we didn't do the things necessary um, down the stretch to finish the game, but we found a way to, to get it into overtime, and we did some good things that were very exciting finish, finish for our guys. But... Thought we stepped up and did some big things, you know, taking a charge. I mean, guys took a charge. Jeremiah took a charge. Uh, big shot by Kevin Prayer, but also the offensive rebound by Barnett, even though I think he got one free throw. The, the big tip by Kevin Prayer, but all the, all, the, all the winning plays helped us win the basketball game. 
Yeah, and you look at it, and, and we talked about this afterwards, and, and I contend that, that, that what you have done with this team in just a short amount of time is, is, is really remarkable, not only in terms of just the coaching on the court, but getting them to believe in themselves. And, and, and the illustration is you're up by 12, just over 90 seconds to go in regulation. They go on a 12-0 run to close regulation, extend that five more points to 17 to nothing. Now you're down five early in overtime, and they didn't blink. They didn't wilt. They found a way to come back and win. That's amazing. Credit those guys and, and just even watch them in, in the huddle. Uh, they were excited. They were ready to go. I mean, obviously, they know we let it slip, but just to regroup and understand what we need to do to be successful, lock in on the things necessary on both sides of the ball, and they, and they did that, but... To their credit, um, and obviously, you know, early in the season, I don't think we come out of there alive, but I, I think we did the things. And even even on the road at Ole Miss, you know, a team on the road, we did enough to win the game. And, and not just the growth of a team and understanding how we could be successful. Look at Kevin Purrier in that game and, and a guy that finished in double figures, made a huge three from the left corner, um, had only made one three-pointer in conference play prior to that. But... Uh, you know, knocked it down at the big time. Had a tip right before that to to help as well. He was he was big throughout the course of that game, and in particular in OT. He was, and, and one thing we, we we kept telling Kevin, he has to keep moving because when he has big guys on, he, we have an advantage. Not necessarily him trying to post up, you know, six ten, six eleven guys, but to face up and make plays. I thought he in the past he's been hesitant with his three point shot. He wasn't shot ready on on the three pointer before he made the last one. I just said, Kev, you got to step up and shoot the ball. You got to drive it, one or the other. And that last one, when Cash penetrated, pitched it to him for that three in the corner. It was a great shot. He shot it in rhythm and knocked it down. Speaking of Cassius Robertson, if you haven't heard earlier today, he was named for the second consecutive week as the SEC Player of the Week. He's averaged 24.5 points in the last two league wins and uh, helping Missouri to its first-ever SEC four-game winning streak. Scored a season-high 27 on the road at Ole Miss. And then, uh, of course, followed it up with 22 points on Saturday against Mississippi State. Uh, played 44 minutes in the game. What more else can he give you? Uh, keep winning. Keep winning. <laughs> uh, again, a lot of credit for Cash. You know, SEC played a week, two weeks in a row. Now, I don't know when it's been the last time a Mizzou player has done that. So it's an impressive stat, uh, especially when you're talking about where guys come from. Uh, to where he is now, I think maybe one scholarship offer coming out of high school. Uh, just really put himself in position with hard work, uh, a lot of focus. Wanted to be successful, really emerged as that leader of the team. He brings his hard hat to it. Uh, a lot of development, uh, really improving his ability to come off ball screens, making shots at a high level. Uh, it just, it's just fun to watch him. And, and as far as fatigue, I, I just never really see him, uh, Jordan Barnett, get fatigued. You know, those guys just continue to go and go and go. And it's a credit to their ability to take care of their bodies, but also Nicodemus, our strength and conditioning coach, putting them in a position to be successful. And even going back to the Kentucky game and, and, and looking what he did in that ballgame, finishing with 16 points, he's averaged over the last six 21 points a game. Um, it's interesting because I go back to Kentucky for this reason. He said that it was his performance at Kentucky a year ago when he was at Canisius, when he saw the success scoring 16 points and albeit a losing effort, when it confirmed in his mind that he could play at this level. Yes, and I, I think really uh, what, what happens, and I don't want to get off the subject here, but, but what happens in recruiting, when you, when you put a star in front of behind a young man's name, you assume he's supposed to be something, but, but it's still the work behind it. I mean, I think all that is just talent and potential. You still got to get out there on the floor and perform. And I think in Cash's case, he comes out, goes to Canisius, really worked himself into a good basketball player. And I would imagine when he came out of high school, he was probably 160 pounds. You know, because he's probably only yeah. 175 now. But his re relentless work ethic, his approach, and his ability to make shots, I think that's what separates him from a lot of guys. If you can make shots nowadays, you can play anywhere. All right, let's go back to the final 137. You're up by 12. They come back 12 nothing run. Had two turnovers trying to get the ball in bounds. Had another, uh, a couple of mistakes that took place, lack of execution. Just describe that final 137 from your perspective. Well, I really try not to think about it, Mike, but <laughs> since you brought it up, I have to talk about it. Just... Man, you, you, you try to find the right guy to take the ball out, to get the ball where it needs to go. And like we say to our guys all the time, we can draw up, you know, 10 different out-of-bounds, under plays to get the ball in. 
But the truth of the matter, the guy that wants the ball is the guy that will get the ball. Uh, unless you have two guys defending me, one in front of me, one behind me, you're not going to stop me from getting the ball. And it's just getting in position, get the ball to the floor, make plays. And, that, and that's as simple as I can put it. If you, if you don't have two guys on me, I'm getting the ball. The other thing, too, that stood out, and we talked about it just a moment ago, a lack of spacing, yes. you know, trying to get the ball in bounds, guys getting too deep on the court, trying to receive the basketball, things like that. Well, again, if you want the ball, you'll go get it. Right. I mean, I just I, – I remember in college I used to take the ball out of bounds, and, and I would, when Glenn Robinson was there, I would say, okay, I'm throwing the ball right here, and he's getting the ball every time. I mean, because, one, he wanted the ball, and wasn't many guys going up as high as he was to get the ball. Does a win like that where, where you have to – you see, you see so many different things that unfold during it. Does, from a player's standpoint, does that mean anything more from a player's standpoint than any other normal victory? I think so. I think, I think more than anything, it's validation to our guys that we're a good team, and, and we can win uh, in different ways, and I think that's what it shows you. But the one thing I said to our guys, I think, I think you're better. Than, I said it today. I think you guys, are, I mean it as a coach, and I'm not just saying it. Because I, 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 don't, I don't try to say stuff to say it to those guys and make them feel good. I say, I think you guys are better than what you think you are. And I said, what I mean by that is we shot 48% from the field. We shot 46 from three. You did a lot of things. You had 12 turnovers. There, there are games you get 15 turnovers, 20 turnovers, and you win those games. Because that means you're talented enough. Uh, that means you can do a lot of things to win the game. Because this is a tough league, so you have enough to be successful. And I think the great thing about our guys, they have a passion for each other. So when we do have 15 to 20 turnovers, we have enough in as, as far as our attachment together, we can get over the hump. And I think that's what separates us from a lot of teams. That's Konzo Martin. I'm Mike Kelly. This is Tiger Talk presented by Academy Sports and Outdoors from Buffalo Wild Wings on Columbia's southwest side. A reminder, the Tigers in action at 6 o'clock against Texas A&M tomorrow evening. Still some limited tickets available. You can go to mutigers.com to pick up yours. So, again, uh, Tigers and the Aggies tomorrow at 6. More Tiger Talk after this on the Tiger Network from Learfield. At Shelter Insurance, we know landlords have to keep up with their renters, even if they're related. Mom, Dad, what a surprise. We just dropped by to pick up your... Rent check. Oh, I'm running a little short this month. Not everything works as smoothly as Shelter's renter's policy. It helps cover stuff in case of fire, theft, and more. Maybe I should just move back home. Uh... Don't you love me? Of course. But now your room's Dad's man cave. Oh, man. Shelter Insurance. We're your shield. We're your shelter. Nice try, Mother Nature. Rain. Sleet. Snow? Uh-uh. Rookie moves. It's game day, and I'm not some fair-weather fan. Give me all you got. Nothing stands between me and my team. The 2017 Nissan Rogue. Available with intelligent all-wheel drive for the not-so-fair-weather fans. Take on today. Nissan, proud partner of College Athletics. Can we cut all that? That's not going to convince anyone. Coke Zero is now Coke Zero Sugar with great Coke taste. Some people were excited to hear the news. Some were skeptical. And none of this noise is going to convince you that Coke Zero Sugar has great Coke taste because the only thing that will make you believe that is trying it yourself. And lasers! No, no lasers. Ice cold Coke Zero Sugar. Try one today. Another insurance puzzle from Trusted Choice. Does your homeowner's policy cover you for injuries on a jet ski ride? It depends. Jet ski renters and owners aren't covered, but a jet ski borrower probably is covered by a standard homeowner's policy. Make sense? Trusted Choice independent agents can make sense of it for you. They represent many companies, not just one, so you can choose the insurance that fits your life. To locate the Trusted Choice agency in your area, visit trustedchoice.com. In Missouri, we're lucky. Think about it. All the profits from all Missouri lottery tickets turn into programs for schools and students. From early childhood education to A-plus scholarships for college. And from scratchers to Powerball, every ticket you play builds on that. That's something we can all be proud of. Play it forward with the Missouri Lottery. 
one down. Reason to drink tour. Saturday, February 24th, Mizzou Arena. Platinum selling artist with a record-breaking seven number one songs. Cole Swindell with special guests, Chris Jansen. And Laura Molina. Tickets on sale now at LiveNation.com. Cole Swindell, live. Tiger Talk presented by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Right stuff, low price every day. This is the Mizzou Sports on the Central Bank Tiger Network from Learfield. The law firm of Lathrop and Gage would like to recognize the Mizzou Three Stripes Club. The Three Stripes Club honors student-athletes who represent the Mizzou values of respect, responsibility, discovery, and excellence by going above and beyond socially, academically, and athletically. Today we recognize Hayden Buckley with the men's golf team. The law firm of Lathrop Gage proudly serving Missouri businesses since 1873. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, we'll speak with Chris Roseman, who's uh, Vice President of the St. Louis Sports Commission, to talk about the SEC tournament as it is coming to the St. Louis for the first time ever. Earlier this week, Missouri went on the road. Tigers win, or actually middle of the week last week, went on the road on Tuesday. They won at Ole Miss, 75-69. We talked about uh, Cassius in the game. He finished with 27, but just overall, your thoughts on the win in Oxford, Mississippi. Anytime you get a road win, is always a great feeling. And I, and I thought we were, we did a good job. We could kind of control that game. And they were able to get back into it the second half. They threw a 1-3-1 one, one at us, kind of mixed it up, 1-3-1, one, 3-2 three, one, three, zone, 2-3 two, zone. Um, and I thought we were shooting the ball quickly. I thought we had some looks, but we were shooting it quickly. And they, they made some plays. They, they did a great job attacking the rim in the second half. Um, and everything, they were just driving the ball downhill right. Um, and we didn't do a great job of building the wall defensively. Uh, but once we settled in, uh, game got down the stretch. I felt like from a free throw standpoint, we'd be okay. Let's get the stops necessary. Similar to the other night, get the stops. Let's lock in on what we need to do, make some adjustments, and we were okay. John T. Porter also made his presence felt. He had a double-double with 18 and 13. Came off the bench and made his first three. His first shot was a three, knocked it down. And, and when, he, when he's playing like that, that level of confidence where he's looking, not, I shouldn't say confidence because I think he's always confident, but looking for his offense early. I think it helps in a lot of other areas. So now all of a sudden he's in attack mode. He's around the rim. He's doing different things, and it opens things up for us. News that came out earlier today, Andy Kennedy, the head coach at Ole Miss, announced that uh, he will not be back next year, that he will step down at the end of the season. He's a guy that's very, very well respected by his fellow coaches in this league and around the country. He's also a guy that will leave as the all-time winningest coach in Ole Miss history. Just the thoughts on AK? I like him. I've always liked AK. Um, you know, he texts me the day we were playing him, just say, happy to see you back in the league, man. It's always been great. Uh, if you need anything, give me a call. And it's the day we were playing those guys. And he's always been a good guy. We've always had a good relationship. Uh, you know, that's the downside about our profession. There are a lot of great things that it brings. Uh, you're molding young men. You're having success. You're doing a lot of wonderful things. But this is the downside of him, which is unfortunate because I, I do like him. Give me some thoughts on just the what you see in your team playing away from home. You've been able to win, you know, three road games now. Uh, just a thought on the confidence level that this team has now going on the road because it had been several years since Missouri had won a road game on, in conference play. Well, I think more than anything, it's just training the mind to understand it's just a basketball game. It, 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 mm -hmm. It's really that if, if you can – and then what we try to talk as a coaching staff, just to embrace playing on the road. That's fun. To, to be able to beat somebody uh, – and a true road game, it's a great feeling to, to, to silence the crowd. Mm -hmm. But the things necessary now, I think we do a lot of good things to win road games. The only thing we have to continue to work on is taking care of the basketball. But I think it's a, a tremendous feeling if you can lock in and win a road game, which is not an easy thing to do. But we just talk about defending, rebound, playing hard, taking care of the basketball, making the right decisions, getting the right shots. Uh, and if you can do those things, you can win road games. Do you think that as a team you've gotten better in terms of shot selection as, as the season's progressed? Yeah, and I think it takes time. I, I really do. Um, I think we, we have to continue to do a better job of getting the ball inside. Now, it's also our bigs with positioning, receiving the ball, the guards getting the ball inside. So it's a lot of things. And, it, and it's, I, I, th I really think the hardest thing to do uh, with the game nowadays is to post up because for years you were taught to, you know, to position yourself in a post. Now it's almost as if you have to ask, can I post up right here? Mm -hmm. And then even as a post defender, it's really hard 
to position yourself. So you're better off just blitzing the post or you hope the guy's not making shots. So I think that in our game, that's the toughest thing to do, to, to, to be able to post up aggressively and also to defend the post. So with, with shot selection, I think, I think early in the game, we do a poor job. And I don't know if poor is the right word, but we, do, we don't do a good job of moving the ball early in the game. But once we settle in and start understanding, then we're better. And, and part of what you're talking about early in the game is a tendency to settle. Yes. Settle for the first shot instead of looking for the better shot. Yes, and then what happens is the, it's the best shot. What we say, just get the best shot. Uh, and let's get, your, let's get your teammate open, get him a good shot. Now, whoever that is, whatever play is. Because oftentimes when your play breaks down, now you have to make a play. So we say have our spacing, understand when the ball goes here. Guys know what they're doing when that happens. But the biggest thing is, I, I think from a perimeter standpoint, our guards settle for a shot as opposed to a drive. Drive in there, and all of a sudden the defense collapses. Like, for example, the, the play that when Cash made the pitch to Kevin Perry, that's what it's about. If you don't have a shot, drive it, pitch it. The next guy has a shot, now he makes a play. But I think early in the game, we kind of test the waters and see if that three-point shot is falling. And I don't know if they're necessarily great shots. It just kind of shot, let me, let me fit it out, as opposed to pounding that ball inside. And the other element is when, when Jeremiah gets in foul trouble, that's a presence down low that you don't have. That we, we, we can get the ball inside, he can make a play. Back after this on the Tiger Network from Learfield. Folks, this is Andy from Andy's Frozen Custard. And here at Andy's, we're huge Missouri Tiger fans. Andy's is such a big fan that we created a treat just for Mizzou, a Tiger Street concrete. Andy's vanilla frozen custard blended with Oreo chunks, warm caramel, and hot fudge. Stop by Andy's Frozen Custard and ask for a Tiger Street concrete today. Visit eatandys.com for the Andy's nearest you. Go Tigers! Pocket up to 2,400 smackaroos in rebate cash. That could pay for four season tickets to the Mizzou game. Yeah! What's the catch? There is no catch. Columbia Water and Light actually pays you rebates to reseal walls, install new windows, and save money being energy efficient. Columbia Water and Light even offers low interest loans to help. What are you waiting for? Go online at ColumbiaPowerPartners.com. Brought to you by Columbia Youth Teaching Efficiency. Hi, this is Dan with Samco Business Products. To provide a quality, professional broadcast like Mizzou Sports, it takes reliable business partners behind the scenes. That is why Learfield relies on Samco to coordinate and provide their office furnishings and supplies. They depend on us for their national headquarters in Jefferson City and all of their over 180 offices across the country. When you're looking for a local company with national capability for your team, relax and call Samco because work just got better. All right, here's the thing with mobile banking. You can get the laundry done and the yard, and it's only Thursday. Sure, run that extra block or mile with your four-legged buddy. Hey, you're at the gym? Do a few more reps. A little more gaming with your squad? Yeah, the galaxy needs you. Better eat another s'more. And by another, we mean fifth. Soak up every single minute of every single day. Go on and do whatever a Tiger fan does, and still keep in touch with your money. Great Southern Mobile Banking. Get the app now for Android and iOS. Member FDIC. Data rates may apply. See carrier for details. We're live with all-star Marco employee Doug Swanson talking about his amazing managed IT save today. Doug, set up the play for us. Well, Beth, our customer needed to control their network chaos, so Marco's experienced offense brought in game-changing support for their IT staff. That's a big win for their business. That's what Marco does, Beth. Amazing managed IT solutions and all-star service. See more Marco highlights at marconet.com. Emo's is proud to introduce the JT Special. It's a large three-topping Emo's pizza, online only for just $13.95. It's called the JT Special because Emo's new spokesperson, Jason Tatum of Chaminade High School and now the Boston Celtics, has a favorite Emo's pizza, and it's a large pepperoni, bacon, and green pepper. But you can choose your very own three toppings on a large Emo's pizza, online only for $13.95. To order online or for the location nearest you, visit emospizza.com. That's emospizza.com. Next three weeks in the Southeastern Conference are certainly going to be interesting as uh, 
The league has really just six games left in the regular season before the tournament heads to St. Louis. Coming up in our next segment, we're going to visit with Chris Roseman from the St. Louis Sports Commission. Missouri's won four consecutive games right now, sits all alone in fourth place at 7-5. and five. But if you look at between the fourth position and the sixth position, there are six teams all logjam there. One game separates the six teams. So you've got two, Missouri and Alabama at 7-5, and five, and everybody else, those next four at 6-6, six and six, which illustrates really just the depth of the league, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a great league, and I, not, and I think it's safe to say that it's, it's the best I've seen in probably 20-plus years, even when I was in it before. I'm just top to bottom. I mean, you look at Vanderbilt, I think they're at the bottom of the league, and that's a talented team. They can score the ball. Yes, I mean, you, down the stretch, you really have to fight to protect your home court, and you got to try to steal one or two on the road if possible. Yeah, Vanderbilt sits at 3-9, and 9-6 nine, nine and six overall. Meanwhile, uh, you know, you look at the, the, the top of the league, and Auburn's 10-2, and 22-3, and three, but uh, it's going to be a fun tournament in St. Louis in just a few weeks, and I know you've got your mind on other things between now and then, but uh, are you excited about the fact you're going to go back to St. Louis to showcase your team? Well, I mean, I love going back that way, but I just think when – you know, when I go back that way, it's, just, it's, it's the task at hand. Yeah. Uh, now, Roberta, she deals with a lot of tickets and all that, but for me, it's just it's all about being locked in. I mean, my family will come around, but, but oftentimes I'm, I'm never really around. I didn't ask that probably as comfortable as I should have. The fact that you're in the state of Missouri to play the SEC tournament, oh, that's great. Then, that, yes. that pays dividends, doesn't it? That part is great, and I, I think our fans need to show up because, I mean, obviously it's a great venue, a great opportunity for our team, and, and this is, you know, one of those events that anybody can win. And I think the team that has, you know, fan support, fan base has a chance to get over the hump. When we come back, we'll visit with Chris Roseman from the St. Louis Sports Commission. This is Tiger Talk presented by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Right stuff, low price every day. You're listening to Tiger Talk on the Mizzou Sports Central Bank Tiger Network from Learfield. Tiger fans, gear up for the season at Academy Sports and Outdoors. From jerseys and hats to grills and tents, Academy Sports and Outdoors has everything you need for game day for less. Visit any of the many convenient locations in Missouri, including our new store in Columbia, or shop online at academy.com. That's academy.com. Academy Sports and Outdoors, proud partner of Mizzou Athletics. Editor debit? Debit. Okay, go ahead and insert your card. Hold on. Is that a Tiger checking card from Central Bank? It is. I just got it. So you haven't used it yet? No. Why? Is there a problem? Not if you're a Tiger fan. Oh, I'm a huge fan. Go ahead then. Here it goes. <laughs> Show your true colors with Tiger Checking from Central Bank. Sign up today at TigerChecking.com. Member FDIC. Integrity, value, and flexibility are the values of every one of the over 3,000 members of the Sheet Metal Workers Local 36. That means you get the best trained, safest, and most skilled workforce every job, every time. The skilled craftsmen of the Sheet Metal Workers provide our signatory contractors the value and expertise to help grow their business and improve their bottom line. For more information, visit us online at sheetmetal36.org. It's true. Better people make the difference. The Vitae Foundation believes women deserve a safe, confidential place to go when pregnant and unsure what to do. At local pregnancy help centers, fears are reduced and viable options offer hope and practical support. To find a nearby center where women receive free services in an environment without pressure, go to youroptions.com. Vitae and Pregnancy Help Centers, offering women a future they can be confident about. That's youroptions.com. Hi folks, this is Andy from Andy's Frozen Custard. And here at Andy's, we're huge Missouri Tiger fans. Andy's is such a big fan that we created a treat just for Mizzou, a Tiger Street Concrete. Andy's Mellow Frozen Custard blended with Oreo chunks, warm caramel, and hot fudge. Stop by Andy's Frozen Custard and ask for a Tiger Street Concrete today. Visit eatandys.com for the Andy's nearest you. Go Tigers! Swindell, Reason to Drink Tour, Saturday, February 24th, Mizzou Arena. Platinum selling artist with a record-breaking seven number one songs. Cole Swindell with special guests, Chris Jansen. 
and Laura Molina. Tickets on sale now at LiveNation.com. Coles went down live. Tiger Talk on the Tiger Network from Learfield. I'm Mike Kelly. Conzo Martin is alongside. We'll give the coach a little bit of a break because over the next couple of minutes we're going to visit with Chris Roseman from the St. Louis Sports Commission. He is the vice president with the St. Louis Sports Commission and uh, joining us on the phone from St. Louis. We got a little bit of feedback, and so, Chris, we're going to hang up, try to call you back, and uh, we'll get back to you here in just a little bit. No? Chris, can you hear me okay? I can. Do you have your radio on in the background? No, I don't. Okay. Anyway, I, I just hear myself in the background. So, anyway, hey, thanks for joining us March 7th to 11th at the Scott Trade Center for the first time ever. The Southeastern Conference Tournament is coming to St. Louis. Uh, we had the commissioner, Greg Sankey, speak to the Sports Commission last Thursday. He said that there were just about 2,000 tickets remaining for the SEC Tournament, which represents the most tickets that have ever been sold to this point in the season, which is, which is really good news. I mean, it, it goes to show you how... A, people in the footprint are embracing the trip to St. Louis, but also it goes to show just how the folks in St. Louis are, are embracing as well. Before we talk about that, let's talk about how this all came together. Take us back several years. How did St. Louis get awarded the SEC tournament? Oh, boy. That it goes back quite a while. I knew I was going to be on tonight and uh, went back to the archives and actually found the, the letter that we wrote to, to Commissioner Mike Sly. Back on March 30th of 2012, once we found out that the, uh, the Mizzou and, and Texas A&M were going to be admitted to the SEC, that really opened the door for St. Louis to, to be a player finally for you know for postseason NCAA basketball, uh, you know for the for the for the league. You know, we all those years we were looking at the Big 12s, and you know Kansas City you know, is situated perfectly for that. So it was really uh, hard to pull out of Kansas City, but uh, with the SEC coming to St. Louis, it's perfect. So. Yeah, so we uh, the bid was actually due in the summer of uh, 2018, and, and we had numerous site visits, and uh, Commissioner Sankey was a commissioner at the time, but uh, he came in with his, with his fine staff, and, and over the years, um, you know, one, one step ahead, you know, one step at a time, uh, we were able to, uh, to get the event to come to St. Louis, and we've, we've been to the events every year since 2013, so... You know, we've seen it. Uh, we we know what the expectation is of the SEC. Uh, we know it's just uh, just one one time that we get to host this. Maybe we'll get to get it back in the mid 2020s. It's in Nashville for a long time, but um, you know, this is our one chance to really shine in St. Louis. So we're looking forward to putting on a great show. Chris, I know that if you go back to the Illinois game back at Scott Trade in December, Greg Sankey and Dan Leibovitz from the Southeastern Conference, we're both there. So not only the commissioner, but the guy who's, who's charged with overseeing men's basketball. As they did that site visit, what were they looking for? And, and what were some of the replies, I guess, that you received from them after they had a chance to, to look at the facility one more time since the renovations and also uh, moving forward towards the tournament coming up in a few weeks? Yeah, they're, they're looking, what the SEC is looking for is, is, a great, is a great venue to host the championships. You know, they want to put on a great show for their student-athletes and for their coaches and for their fans and their media and the officials and, and all that comes with it. And it was really important um, to, to convey that, hey, Scott Trace Center, after a summer of, you know, of working their tails off, you know, p- p- getting, the, uh, getting the fourth locker room in, getting uh, the back of the house uh, set up, getting a new media room in the back, uh, getting uh, the new center-hung scoreboard, getting – uh, LED uh, ribbon boards around. You know, it would be the in-game experience was really important uh, for those guys, and it's all, also important to really show that the uh, the student athletes are going to be, you know, going to have a first-class you know, venue to play in when they're here. I mean, they're here. It's just not like a couple days. I mean, they're here for Tuesday through Sunday in some cases. So, you know, it's a long time they're going to be here. So, they want to make sure the place is ready to go, and and that's what um, Dan and Commissioner Sankey were really looking for, and, and I think they came away very impressed. As you look at the renovations that took place during the course of the offseason, of course, Chris Zimmerman with the Blues, their president of business operations, had helped spearhead a lot of that, uh, a lot of work from from others within the organization. But in terms of being able to keep the SEC tournament, if those renovations wouldn't have taken place, would the league have gone elsewhere? Well, you you always consider that. You know, they they definitely wanted those renovations to get done. And, you know, it's not just the SEC – 
conference that was looking at that. You know, we heard that from the NCAA. We heard that from uh, from other rights holders uh, that said, "Hey, you know, this place needs a, needs some help." You know, we're we're going up against some venues across the country that are that are you know, brand spanking new and, and gorgeous and all the all the bells and whistles that come with it. So, you know, it's important for it was extremely important for the city of St. Louis and Scott Trade Center. Uh, to invest in this facility to to enable us to host these major major events and you know and thank goodness they did remember there was a bid process in there that just uh, that was awarded last April we we were in the middle of a bid process too where you know back in February we were in front of the the city trying to trying to get some support for uh, upgrades for the facility and you know in 2020 NCAA basketball returns you know with a with the second and third round. And in 2021, you know, the, the NCAA wrestling championships come to town. So, you know, without those upgrades and without that investment in this in this community asset, uh, there's a good chance, you know, th- these things won't come to town. Here's one of the biggest challenges that I think, as a St. Louis and the city is going to face, and that the the sports commission and others will face with this tournament. When you go to Bridgestone Arena in Nashville. Fans literally walk right out and onto the street. You have all of those venues that are available for fan entertainment. That's not the case in St. Louis. There's separation between the Scott Trade Center and places of interest such as Ballpark Village. How do you help the fans in terms of an entertainment standpoint to try to make that, I guess, more palatable? Well, that's, you know, having gone to the event, well, not just this event, you know, it's in 2013, but we go see NCAA championships and uh, USA Gymnastics Championships and U.S. Figure Skating Championships, you, you know you've got to throw on the show. You know you're up against some of the best cities in America. Uh, Nashville, one of them. Indianapolis is another one. There's some great, great competition out there. So, yeah, you're right. You're walking right out the, right out the front door, and there's there's uh, Main Street uh, with all the bars and restaurants. So you know, we've been you know working with our, with our entertainment districts. Uh, we've been working with uh, our restaurants, our bars, our attractions, and making sure everyone's on the right page as far as you know, here, here it comes. You know, and we're not we're, like I said, it's it's more than just a couple of days. It's five days, and and the, and the hours are a little wacky sometimes because you're you're starting that session at six o'clock at night, and a lot of those fans are in there till ten, ten thirty, and then they're coming out. And they're expecting getting something to eat. So there's an education process that um, that we work with, and the sports commission is just the tip of the iceberg, right? So tip of the pyramid. You know, we're you know we're the we're the communicators, but we have partners throughout the community, throughout downtown. You know, in Scott Trade Center and the city of St. Louis, working with them and the police department, and special events, and making sure we're all ready to go. So it's a communication process. It's making sure everyone knows what to expect, uh, educating those people that you know Big Blue, uh, you know, Kentucky's coming to town, and, and and most a lot of the people that come from Kentucky don't even go to the game. I mean, they're they're just here to. You know, to go to the to the establishments and you know go to their Kentucky headquarters and and uh, this is kind of their Super Bowl in a way. And when they come to this championship, so you know it's an education process. It's making sure everyone's ready to go. It's making sure the MetroLink's ready to go. We've got you know the MetroLink Pass, which is right on the doorstep there. They can get you to uh, other places in downtown. And so yeah, walkability to some of the other uh, close ones is important. But you know, making sure making sure our friends over at Washington Avenue, making sure Ballpark Village, making sure the landing, making sure all these communication or these uh, entertainment districts are ready to go. What about fan safety? Uh, we're working with the St. Louis Police Department each and every you know all the time, and um, those they're they're terrific. And um, of course, working with our security team over at Scott Trade Center, led by Dave Gilbert, um, you know that's that's definitely first and foremost on our mind is fan safety when they're here. So, you know, we're all on, on full alert, and uh, we're going to make sure everyone has a great time when they're here, a nice, safe time when they're here. So less than 1,900 tickets remain, I'm told. All session tickets available, all 13 games, seven sessions. You can go to Ticketmaster or the Scott Trade box office to pick them up. How much does it help that you've got the Missouri Tigers sitting right now in fourth place, Chris? I tell you what, yeah, yeah, but yeah, we all know this. A year ago, we were like, wow, this, this could be a challenge. Um, but how things change. Um, I was listening to Coach, you know, coming out of the break and and uh, just the enthusiasm uh, for, for Mizzou basketball is off the charts. Um, I, I can't wait to see to see what happens, the, you know, March 7th through 11th. And uh, I don't know when Mizzou's going to play. They're probably not going to play Wednesday night at this point because uh, those are seasons 11 through 14, so they'll probably play Thursday or Friday when their first game's going to be. But, you know, it's going to be unbelievable. Black and gold and blue and, 
you know, and, and the parity and, and the parity is unbelievable. We've been going to this championship, as I said, for forever. And usually, you know, there's one or two teams that are kind of running away with it. But yeah, I think there's the last time I looked, there were six teams in the top third in the RPI, uh, six SEC teams. And I think that's probably the strongest conference in, in the country. And, you know, thanks to Dan and, and Greg and, and the team over at the SEC, they've done a fantastic job uh, building up SEC basketball. And I think, you know, we are, we are definitely the uh, we are definitely lucky for this time in SEC basketball for us to come to St. Louis. Chris, thank you. We appreciate your time. Thanks, Mike. Chris Roseman with the St. Louis Sports Commission. Conzo Martin returns with us on Tiger Talk after this on the Tiger Network from Learfield. Hello, I'm Roland Dickey from Dickey's Barbecue, where we've been serving up pit smoke barbecue for more than 70 years. If you love barbecue, welcome to Dickey's, a place that speaks your language. With juicy beef brisket, spicy sausage, and fall-off-the-bone pork ribs, we're talking meat that's hand-rubbed and slow-smoked. We're talking barbecue pits filled with hickory wood at every location, every day, for every guest. Come find out what we're talking about. Now open in Columbia at 1412 Forum Boulevard. It's internet and TV like never before. Introducing Extreme. With Extreme, you can stream live TV to mobile devices in your home and use TiVo to take your recorded shows on the go. Plus, use apps like YouTube and Netflix on your TV. Yep, your favorite apps are now available on your big screen. And with the fastest in-home Wi-Fi, this system is built for multi-streaming. Experience Extreme. New from Mediacom. Call 844-EXTREME-3. When you park with the parking spot, our friendly drivers get you from trunk to airport terminal faster. And the time you save parking with us, you can use to daydream about the road trip and leading a stadium of screaming fans in the biggest wave ever. Make a free reservation now at theparkingspot.com, and with the money you save, you'll be able to afford face paint remover. Free reservations now at theparkingspot.com. The Parking Spot, official sponsor of Mizzou Athletics. We have airport parking covered. Hey, Tiger fans, this is Chris Gervino, counting your home with the Tigers, KOMU8, for comprehensive coverage of Missouri basketball. KOMU8 Sports has in-depth insight, more interviews with players and coaches, and extra highlights from your Tigers and all around the Southeastern Conference. Watch KOMU8 News and join me for Sports Extra with Chris Gervino Sunday nights after KOMU8 News at 10. Your home with the Tigers is KOMU8 Sports coverage you can count on. The Toyota Drive to Victory sales event is here. Race to first place this winter by getting a great deal on an exceptional Toyota. Choose from a wide selection of championship-level Toyota vehicles like the adventurous 2018 RAV4. With available all-wheel drive, the RAV4 conquers the elements. Gear up for winter in the Toyota Tacoma. This true contender is dependable as they come, and with a chiseled frame and stylish interior, it looks great too. Or choose the Toyota Highlander, a family-friendly vehicle with the seating capacity and spacious interior to bring everyone comfortably along for the ride. Plus, all four of these vehicles come with advanced safety technology standard and at no extra cost, so you'll be winning all winter long. Hurry in and save. The Toyota Drive to Victory sales event ends soon. Visit your local Toyota dealer or check out buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. See your Central Missouri Toyota dealers, Joe Mockins Toyota in Columbia. And Riley Toyota in Jefferson City. Or visit buyatoyota.com. Tiger Talk on the Tiger Network. Presented by Academy Sports and Outdoors from Buffalo Wild Wings. Central Bank is your hometown bank. The only place for Tiger checking. Open it today at centralbank.net. Also, be sure to download the Inside Mizzou Athletics podcast. Brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Go to mutigers.com backslash podcast and subscribe today. Conzo Martin with us here at Buffalo Wild Wings. His team in action coming up tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock against Texas A&M. Um, we talked a little bit before the break just about, about going to the SEC tournament, so I think we covered a lot of the bases there. Um, let, let's talk about A&M because, you know, Coach Kennedy's got a team that uh, – you know, was was thought of to be a top five team early in the season. They had some injuries. Uh, they started 0-5 in conference play. Now they're starting to get their mojo a little bit. All, they had a couple of suspensions, though, this weekend. They lost Dwayne Wilson, uh, the talented uh, transfer from Marquette to a knee injury, so he's done for the rest of the year. But still a team that's got a lot of talent. They do. Um, 
the, the starting a backup point guard, Dwayne Wilson, he, he went down against Kentucky. So he's out for the year. It's unfortunate. I, I've known him since he was a little guy. Um, so that's tough. But Jay Sparks has played, Starks has played really well for him. He's, he's averaging 15 points a game in the last you know, five games and, and probably started when we played. Started with us, I yeah. Mean, <laughs> he played well, made plays, got to the rim. But he's a shifty guard, strong body, um, knows how to attack. Shoots the pull up, shoots the three ball. He's a he's a talented, talented player with a physical body, and, and they shoot the ball well with those big guys. So again, I don't know how many bodies they have as far as numbers, but they have enough to be successful. You know, the other guy that hurt you in the first matchup, which was back on January the twentieth, you lose sixty to forty nine. Tony Trocher Morales, who's a six nine t- kid who six ten kid who seems like he's been there forever, uh, come, came off the bench, had fourteen points in the game, hit a lot of mid range shots hit a couple of threes, just had a really good game against you. Well, you know, the first three was on me because our game plan was, uh, let's see if he can make one, you know. You show him what our defensive cover, show him, stun at him, make sure he, if he can make one. He made two. Um, and he just got his head up. And I, I just felt like we were in quicksand the whole night. I mean, we, we found a way to get back into it, get the lead in the second half, and it's just like we were treading water the whole night. Yeah, you're down nine at the half. You open the second half with a with a 12 to two run. You take the lead. It's a 39-38 game, with about 15 minutes to go. Maybe a little bit later than that in the game. But then they hit you with a seven nothing run. It's an eight point lead, and then they just kind of methodically kind of stretched out a little bit. Let's talk about Davis and Williams, though. Two really different style bodies, but two very difficult matchups for you inside. You know, one one's you know. 610, 260, low post score, in, in my opinion, probably the best low post score in our league. And, and Davis scores over both shoulders, can face up, uh, really improved his perimeter shot, doesn't shoot as many threes, but scores it around the rim, uh, backs you down where, where you have to double him and you got to make a decision. And then Williams is running 610, 240, runner jumping. I think he probably had four tip dunks against Kentucky, but just, again, two different bodies, two different styles, but I think they complement each other very well. When are they the best? What style are, are they the best? When are, is it getting up and down? Is it more half court? What, when do they play their best? And what film study shows you? Well, just just watching on film with Starks incorporated in the starting lineup, they get up and down more. And he's he's because he can score it. He puts pressure on the defense and he makes them run. I think Williams. Now to Tyler Davis' credit, he's always been a back to the basket guy, but he's improved his body to be able to run the floor a lot more. But I think that's Williams' game: up and down, run a jumper. But with Starks in the starting lineup. He makes those guys go. The other guy that, that really helps him, two guys in the perimeter, Armand Gilder, one, and then the other guy being DJ Hogue, who's a, who's a difficult matchup, a, a three-guy at 6'9", six, 6'10". Six, yeah, and, and, you, and you know, oftentimes when people say 6'9", you, you get up on him, he's 6'6". Six, six. He's yeah, yeah. really 6'9". No, no, he's 6'9". You know, and yeah. he plays a small forward position for him. And he can really shoot the ball. And he gets up. He get, once he get it up, it's, it's tough to block. Kind of like Barnett, even though he's a little taller. When those guys get it up, it's tough to block the shot because they have a good follow-through and get rhythm to it, and they get up on their shots. But, yeah, he, he is 6'9", and, and he can shoot the ball. Back after this, more with Conzo Martin as Tiger Talk continues from Buffalo Wild Wings on the Tiger Network from Learfield. Nice try, Mother Nature. Rain, sleet, snow. Uh-uh. Rookie moves. It's game day, and I'm not some fair-weather fan. Give me all you got. Nothing stands between me and my team. The 2017 Nissan Rogue. Available with intelligent all-wheel drive for the not-so-fair-weather fans. Take on today. Nissan, proud partner of College Athletics. Hey, Tiger fans, this is Chris Gervino, counting your home of the Tigers, KOMU8, for comprehensive coverage of Missouri basketball. KOMU8 Sports has in-depth insight, more interviews with players and coaches, and extra highlights from your Tigers and all around the Southeastern Conference. Watch KOMU8 News and join me for Sports Extra with Chris Gervino Sunday nights after KOMU8 News at 10. Your home of the Tigers is KOMU8 Sports. Coverage you can count on. Welcome to F-150 Radio, the new 2018 Ford F-150. It doesn't just raise the bar, it is the bar. Dean, go. I'm all about lowering the bar, like I only brush my teeth on Monday. The new Ford F-150 lineup raises the bar by being number one in towing, payload, and torque. It can make you more capable. Capable, shmapable. The new 2018 Ford F-150. It doesn't just raise the bar, it is the bar. When properly configured, classes full-size pickups under 8,500 pounds, GBWR based on Ford segmentation. 
The Learfield Directors Cup honors the nation's best overall collegiate athletic program in each division, men's and women's sports. The prestigious award continues its reign as the crowning achievement in college athletics, noting the remarkable efforts of student athletes and their institutions. To follow your favorite team, like us on Facebook, find us at USA Today online and on Twitter at ldirectorscup.com. Over two decades of excellence, the Learfield Directors Cup. Tiger Talk from Buffalo Wild Wings in Columbia Southwest Side, presented by Academy Sports and Outdoors. A reminder, Missouri and Texas A&M tomorrow evening, 6 o'clock is the tip-off. Uh, limited tickets available. The Mizzou women's basketball team will host Tennessee coming up on Sunday at 1. It is the K-Pinkout game. First 2,000 tickets will get pink T-shirts. Also, the track and field team hosting the Missouri Collegiate Challenge on Friday. The Missouri tennis team hosts Minnesota on Friday, Memphis on Sunday. The baseball team, softball teams, Swimming and diving, gymnastics and wrestling also see action this weekend as well. Missouri's basketball team home against Texas A&M tomorrow and then on the road against LSU coming up on Saturday. Briefly, I know you're focused on A&M, but just a thought on Will Wade's team from LSU that you'll see Saturday afternoon. Good, good talented team. Uh, Brandon Sampson was a guy when we were out of Cal, we recruited him, so I know Brandon. Uh, Tremont Waters was a guy that signed with, with Georgetown. And when, when the coaching change took place, he, he opened his recruitment up. But a fast point guard, he's tough, very skilled. Similar in a lot of ways to Chioza. Uh, guys just all over the place and make plays on both sides of the ball. But, but a talented ball club. Let's go back to your team because a guy that we haven't talked about enough, nearly enough on this show, is, is Reed Nicko, who I suggest came off the bench on Saturday and provided you with some really, really, really key moments in the first half of that game, didn't he? Yeah, Reed, Reed I, I think, has done a really good job. And as some I talked to the guys about earlier, just Reed has done it. When, when, when Jeremiah and John T and those guys get in foul trouble, Reed goes in, and you're talking about for three, four-plus minutes and maintains, gets block outs, uh, gets block shots, make timey plays, make good decisions, keep the ball moving. And that's not an easy thing to do because, again, that's a lot of minutes for him to play, extended minutes. And he does a great job for us. And it doesn't, doesn't go, uh, I guess, in the stat sheet as far as numbers are concerned. But, but as far as us as a team and the staff, we really appreciate and applaud his work ethic and what he brings to the table. How much better is he right now than the guy you saw when you first arrived on campus? Well, I just think his confidence is at a different level. And, and, and I'm not sure if he doubted he could play at this level. Just one of those deals, once you go against it, and you feel it and you bang with, with, with John T and Jeremiah every day, you become a better basketball player. I just think with confidence and understanding who he is. And I think he's a better shooter than he shows. He doesn't shoot a lot from the perimeter, not to shoot threes, but the 15 to 17 footer. He can make that shot as well. I think he'll continue to grow and get better. But, you know, when you, when you spend a year rehabbing, getting your body healthy, that's not easy. And I always say you're trying to get your body in shape and doing all those things. And, and you don't have a lot of downtime with this level of competition. Uh, and I think he's done a great job. The thing we all forget is that, you know, he arrived last year on the heels of having hip surgery and then injured an ankle early in the season, yes. never really regained his explosiveness the rest of the way. And that's tough when, you, when you're that, that big, you know, you're 240, 260 pounds. That's not an easy thing to do. And, um, and, and, again, to get out there at this level with this level of competition, that's not easy. If I say Jordan Geist, what comes to mind? Oh, he's a competitor. Uh, he, he kicks up a lot of dust out there too now. <laughs> I mean, Jordan, he's, uh, he's all. Elaborate on that. What do you mean by that? You know, he, he gets underneath your skin in a good way. He's, he's a guy I'd rather have with me, yeah. you know, than playing against him uh, because he's a competitor. He doesn't back down from challenges. Uh, a guy that really improved his game, even just coming off that ball screen, shooting that pull-up three-point shot. Just the growth in his game, the confidence, and in, in, in not, not that he's ever lacked confidence in my opinion, but just the offensive piece to be able to shoot certain shots and understand he can make those shots and what he brings to the table. And I just think it's funny when people always ask about our point guard situation. I say we have a point guard, so why do you keep asking? And if you look at his assisted turnovers ratio through the year, you've got the numbers in front of you. I mean, it's almost, what, two to one. Right? Yeah, he's done a good job. And, again, he's, he's battle-tested, and, he, and he's a competitive guy, and he plays with a chip on his shoulder. And I think that's what 
separates him from a lot of guys in his approach to the game. He's, he's also a guy that, that I think from a fundamental standpoint, you've worked a lot on this, and you see it when he handles the ball, more jump stops. You know, when he's penetrating, coming to jump stops, making a good pass as opposed to jumping up to try to make that pass. Yes, we, we spent a lot of time on, you know, jump stops. That's why you probably haven't seen us, and it's crazy. We, we, get, we get turnovers, but we haven't got a lot of turnovers where we get charged calls on us because we spent a lot of time on penetrating pitch, jump stop, finding the next guy, penetrating pitch, jump stop, and, uh, and they've really improved in that area. What about Cullen, guy that started the last couple of games? You have said on multiple occasions that he's a guy that's always in the right place from a defensive standpoint. I think we'd all like to see him, you know, hit, hit some more shots when he gets opportunities, but he's starting to do that too. A guy that can shoot it well. Yeah, just, I mean, he, he understands what's going on. He does, does the right things on the floor. I, I think um, whether it's us getting him more shots, getting him opportunity to score the ball, uh, and I don't want to say, say have confidence to shoot the ball, but because I feel like he can make shots. Uh, and it just, I just think they have to just go in for him, for him to feel good about Just see, see several of them go in because he's in the right place at the right time. But the other thing, it's not like he get a lot of clean looks because people respect his ability to make shots. Saturday also, for the third time, was the rally for Ryan game at Mizzou Arena. And uh, I give you a lot of credit for, for allowing that to take place because it was something you had to learn about, you know, coming into the situation and boy, oh boy, did Mizzou fans respond. More than $72,000 raised on Saturday to help pediatric children's cancer. That's impressive. I mean, it really is. Uh, it, it just shows uh, the level uh, of fan support that Mizzou has. And, and that was one of those deals, just me, let me take a step back. That's not about me. It's, it's us doing the right thing. And, and Brad Luce has done a tremendous job with that, he and his family. So, and you, you have to understand as a coach that that, that that had nothing to do with me. That's all of them, and I have to step back and allow them to do what they need to do to make it a success. Speaking of Brad Luce, this is part of what he told the crowd on Saturday at Mizzou Arena. Ten years ago, there was a group of parents. Uh, they all had children that were battling neuros neuroblastoma, the same type of cancer that Ryan's been dealing with for the last two and a half years. These parents were uh, extremely frustrated with the lack of treatment options that were available for their children. So they met with the head of pediatrics at Sloan Kettering Cancer Center in New York, and they asked a simple question, what can we do? How can we take action? And the guy explained to them that, that funding for pediatric cancer was extremely low, but even with that, there were incredible treatment options just over the horizon if we could just find the money to fund them. So these parents got together. They gave themselves a name. They called themselves the Band of Parents, and they set a goal to raise $1 million. Well, they didn't raise a $1 million. They raised $2 million. And with the first million, they went and they funded a clinical trial at Sloan Kettering for an immunotherapy drug called Humanized 3F8. Now you fast forward 10 years, and there was a little girl named Ryan Luce who was getting treated at Sloan Kettering. She had uh, she'd done chemotherapy, she'd done radiation, she'd had surgery, but she still had cancer all throughout her body. Fortunately for us, she was allowed to participate in the Humanized 3F8 trial. That drug ended up being her miracle. Thanks to the band of parents and what they did a decade earlier, yeah, we get to stand in front of you today and tell you that it has now been over a year that Ryan Luce has had no evidence of cancer in her body. That is Brad Luce Saturday at Mizzou Arena. And, uh, you know, we all know and, and, and love Brad and, and Jen and the family. And, man, is he a gifted speaker and, and, and really just does such a tremendous job in making people aware of the need for more funding and more help in that area. It's one day at a time. It's, it's a fight that uh, hopefully will end the disease, but, you know, it never stops. I mean, it, and we have to do our job, whatever that means to support, however we support, just to be consistent with it. I think Brad is doing a tremendous job. Your crowds at Mizzou Arena have also been very, very good. What, one other point before we talk about the crowds, because something else was announced on Saturday that's kind of dear to my heart. Score Gets Hunger is a campaign that, that goes back to Larry Smith being the football coach at the University of Missouri. Each year during the course of the football season and into the winter months, fans from across a 32-county region really reach into their pockets and give to help in hunger in, in, in our community and, and certainly in our region. And uh, on Saturday was unveiled a record of $1.3 million raised for Score Against Hunger. So uh, this community, this, 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 this Mizzou fans... Uh, Tiger Nation really knows how to help out 
each other. And they've been terrific in the arena. We need a huge house tomorrow night at 6 o'clock against the Aggies, don't we? Yeah, we do. I'm mean, a very talented team, physical team, can shoot it, can score it, can run. Uh, one of the better defensive teams in the country. And again, if they were healthy, or, you know, didn't have some issues, they'd be a top five team. In it, and, and they'll bring it to the table. And we have to be ready to go. Yeah, absolutely. Your team's won four straight. They've won four straight. Should be a lot of fun. It's always great to see you. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, thank you. That is Tigers head coach Conzo Martin. I'm Mike Kelly. A reminder, limited tickets available for tomorrow evening, 6 o'clock start. Go to mutigers.com to get yours. Thanks to Matt Weingartner for Conzo Martin. I'm Mike Kelly. Thank you for listening to Tiger Talk on the Tiger Network from Learfield. Tiger Talk has been brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Right stuff, low price, every day. And by Bud Light, proud friend of Mizzou basketball, famous among friends. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Central Bank Tiger Network.